Welcome to Spaceship 2, this is Dr. Nathan Fox. This episode is called The Illuminard, and recorded some of the mandolin that you've heard a while ago, a while back, 2020, this year, 2021. Well, it's been heavy on people, and I see a lot going on with the development of the United States and in particular receiving the stimulus I was able to upgrade some of my equipment now I have a different type of stimulus that you know based on the Biden administration's application of money into the United States we're going to see some new roads and infrastructure bolstering going on and I'm really excited for it Working in the United States is really hard on the body for some people. And, you know, being an Icelander, Icelander, American, American Icelander person is really difficult. Uh, The volcano that happened this past year was really bizarre. it seems like now things are calmed down as far as the volcano goes. Making some coffee here. It seems to be that it's calmed down anyway. We just don't really have tools to penetrate into it and really look at it. But I do have some books out that pertain to volcano a little bit. A little bit. I've been thinking about writing some volcanology, but not too heavily anyway. Rather, I haven't been thinking too heavily to write volcanology. It could be some outstanding stuff, I'm sure, but... Volcanology, you know... uh, I definitely promoted Italy's volcanoes in one of my works. In the history of lightning. And... I was really happy about how it turned out. The book is outstanding. And some people question me as to why I didn't write anything about Icelandic volcanoes. Well, some of it just had to do with <coughs> the printing press with the publisher and kind of pushing the limit on Icelandic characters and shapes. So, you know, with Icelandic symbols and characters, I've got my new MacBook Pro, or not a MacBook Pro, MacBook Air. I've got a new MacBook Air, and I set up the Icelandic keyboard. And it features, uh, obviously, the M1 chip. Yes, baby, M1, baby. And the keyboard is advanced in a way. It has a new type of keyboard system that the keys kind of come off to the sides and you can do different types of data entry with them. It works with the Icelandic key. So I've been trying to experiment with that a little bit. I'm still kind of slow with it, but I'm excited. So I'm certainly not, I don't have a budget to like buy a keyboard from Iceland and like have it where I can visually see all the characters and things. That's just not working out on that that realm of things. It's a much smaller keyboard, like the the way the, the keys type you can really gain an advantage in typing using it, potentially. You can also damage your computer. 
So I'm really happy with the MacBook Air that I got and getting it new, you know, it was, it was my stimulus. I spent that and I spent it on food as well. So really excited. Other things I got going on here. Been playing Final Fantasy quite a bit. And I built a lance, actually. Really nice lance. Utilizing some um, <coughs> cloths from the Hispanic world that I used to have. Uh, just has kind of a poncho, but it's older. Much older than uh, what I'm allowed to have as a poncho that, that functions as such. It was a beautiful poncho, but it's just my region. The wind is incredible, so wearing a poncho is kind of just not going to work out for me. So I decided to cut the cloth and form it and using it uh, on this lance I have. Beautiful wood. I know there's a lumber shortage in a region. And I did hesitate once uh, going to the hardware store to make a new weapon thing. I I love going to the hardware store and getting some wood and materials. I did hesitate on a trip. I just felt it out a little bit as far as the wood goes. I just wasn't feeling it one day. I just don't, I don't know how to explain it, but you, know, you can hold or touch the wood samples yourself if you want to see it that way. You know, examining lumber by way of wood samples can be unethical or illegal. And some ship mills and wood yards and things like that have sample stations like you would in a ceramics factory, testing the density of wood and things like that. Uh, so, yeah, my background is in ceramics, and I definitely, I mean, I've worked in a factory, I gotta tell you that. Oh, man, ouch. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, let's see here. So, I've also been putting another record together with GarageBand. I was hesitant to use GarageBand on my used laptops that I had been acquiring um, over Amazon. I was buying some more affordable laptops for a while. I didn't really fire off GarageBand and was using Anchor primarily to record some music until it uh, just became so much music that I had recorded I couldn't keep recording it anymore. And it's up on Apple Podcasts now. Some spaceship stuff. I'm really excited about that. I hope the migration can be made to music. That, you know, it can be debated and added to music. And that I get credit for it and make royalties off that. I hope that works. But ASCAP has been tanking. Um, American Association for Composers. I think that's kind of what it means. I can't remember at this time, but ASCAP has been really strained, so royalties come in kind of late sometimes for some of my music, but still getting streams and, you know, some direct deposits into my account, and I'm trying to make it. As a musician, it's really hard. Anyway, the new record, yes. New record, working on GarageBand, 
and I expanded into SoundCloud and have some followers now. I'm really excited. I love it. All right, other news. I got some of my technology back from my mom. Mom and I have been working together to help me transition into living in a city. And I have TV again. I have a really nice Ruby on Rails print of a television. Uh, Ruby on Rails is incredible. And I've done a lot of development with it as far as hardware prints and things like that go. And so far so good. My products that I put out that I have access to myself. You know, they may seem like they're more affordable. And, you know, the risk is some part of it might just not work right. Depends on how much effort you put into it. So my new laptop, I've been doing some Ruby on Rails development. I'm excited. And I have some Reddit fails. I have to talk about my Reddit fails. I just misinterpreted some kid's comment about Markov sets. Markov sets can manifest on the internet to us a little bit as like Venn diagrams of different closed systems. And it was in the Wine HQ we were debating, uh, not wine as in drinkable wine, but wine it usually runs on Linux and Mac, uh, you know, opening Windows um, applications on a Mac. You can use Wine for that. Same for Linux. You can use Wine to open and run Windows applications. Anyway, we were just debating some things and helping out some people that are working on some things. And I ended up getting downvoted severely since I suck at Reddit. Or I don't suck at Reddit and then I suck at Reddit. It happens. <laughs> But in the Hackintosh crew, they've got a nice wine instance running on the Linux computer I saw. I was really excited for this person. They did it with an Acer, and it looks beautiful. They've got some nice Windows stuff going on their Linux box, their Hackintosh. So, oh, a message here. Hang on a second. Radio Free Africa. Young professor in Africa. Oh, hang on a second. Okay, uh, let's see. So, Africa, good things there for many people. Nigeria is booming, and there's a lot of construction going on. Something I got there. Nigeria. I have a dear friend in Nigeria. And he does. He solders HDMI televisions. He is so brilliant. He's like my best friend on the internet some days. Known him for years. He rarely asks me for money. Actually, and I don't give him money or anything like that. But sometimes he just freaks out. Like... You know, we're skeptical about Africans that we meet on the internet or over the phone. But this dude is legit, and he's super cool, man. He's got badass computers set up. He doesn't play music, though. I have another friend who's a musician in Africa who's got a family that they they do, like, gospel music and stuff. A little different region going on. 
I don't have too many African friends on the internet, but I mean on Facebook level. But we chat all the time sometimes. Or there's a distance there. A lot of internet cafes, a lot of like mobile. And then using WhatsApp, and I'm skeptical of it. As I should be for my region. Um, and V Contact, I gotta talk about that. I'm kind of distracted today. But V Contact is not working for me in my region. I'm kind of upset about it. I have so many Russian friends, or not really so many Russian friends. I have so many, like, exactly Russian friends that are on V-Contact and Facebook, and I can't check out their stuff on V-Contact. I'm just upset about it. But it was like the day that Navani was sentenced to days in jail, or not days in jail, years. We thought initially it was like, this dude's going to face some days in jail. He faces years in jail. It was the day that that news broke. I was trying to get an SMS message from the contact side of things. It wasn't coming through to my phone. So it's still it's still hanging. The SMS messages haven't sent that I can validate my account and stuff. Back when Egypt had an overthrow, the army was taken over a little bit. I was able to use V-Contact a little bit closer to Russian Federation. But why call it Russian Federation? I just it's a habit. Some you know, there's an idea that we call it Russia when people aren't able to eat as much food, and we call it Russian Federation when people are well fed. It can be seen as kind of racist or white supremacist even. <sighs> there's so much going on. What do we do? So. Working on my uh, podcast here, Illuminar. I hope you enjoyed that piece of music, or it might come after this um, audio. Have a piece of music that you may have heard, you may have not. Back in twenty twenty, um, so using Anchor and music, you can play a mandolin with Anchor. And podcast technology. It's not that it's a tradition, it's that it's uh, computer science, man. Getting kind of winded, false. Have a smoke here. Oh, you see Joe Rogan got attacked by some woman? I saw that in the news a little bit. He got uh, argued against pretty well by this woman. She had enough. And some Joe Rogan attitude went for it. I think if he got into interviewing women, it could look like Howard Stern. And you'd have to have a lawyer, like, visible on film and stuff like that. Kind of like uh, Howard Stern used to have going on. But, you know, some lawyers aren't really into that. So, I feel for him. I just hope he's okay. He's just an MMA dude, and he's a comedian, and he's just a, he's just a dude. He's a man. Men, you know what I mean? Gotta let him, let him have his freedom. It's freedom, man. America, it's awesome. Some days it's just so much hard work that we don't know if we're going to collapse. And working to collapse is something that some Americans do. I'm one of those people, kind of.
I work till I collapse. Which at my age, you know, I'm 36 now. And it's tough. Some days, some days it's easy. For a while, anyway. There's usually every day that it's, there's something that's, you know, difficult enough I can handle it, but still difficult. And, you know, feeling as though I'm as strong physically as men, which I kind of am, as a rock climber, I know how strong I am. Um, and as a martial artist, I know how strong I am. And now I'm distracted a little bit here watching the news, but feeling for Fedor Malinengov and things he's been put through and has put himself through. Some drug use issues back in the day. Probably still battles. I love Fedor so much. <sighs> Man. No more knees to the head in the media. You know, it's hard seeing that. Well, where do we go here with Spaceship 2 today? We've got all kinds of things going on. Other podcasts, Landia. I've got uh, Pluto TV, Tubi, and Peacock integrated on my television with a badass HDMI array. I'm so excited about it. I've got my preamp set up with a nice tube amp and really low volume in the apartment, relatively speaking. I've got quite a little rig here. And I leave the TV on at night when I'm sleeping. I'm used to that growing up, having a TV on. A little tiny TV. little tiny thing. With a VCR and satellite, not, just kidding, later. It's satellite, not to my room though. It's just antenna, Yagi, old school. Satellite was downstairs, I didn't want to be downstairs. So, went without food quite often. That's just the way I lived growing up. Well, we had cable in town at mom's house. I loved that. Watch MTV and was glued to that. Man. Facebook groups. I mean, I've been doing therapy a little bit. I love doing therapy. And I don't like group therapy, honestly. But on Facebook, we have groups. And some of it's very therapeutic, actually. But getting, like, a warning on Facebook for your activity on your main account, for example... And being disabled from posting in groups. How about that? Around the time of my birthday, that happened. Where people were kind of threatening me a little bit. Or somebody was kind of like joshing a little bit. Like, I'm just joshing with you, man. It kind of just means I was just playing. You know, some people being like rap. Kind of like threatening to shoot me and shit. But, that was kind of birthday. Mm. Smoking cigarettes. You guys hate it, don't you? Aww. I love smoking cigarettes. Oh, man. Freedom. America. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, not drinking alcohol. It's tough. I just miss doing that. But I'm not doing that. I haven't had a drink in many years. 
If I was in an AA, it'd be Argentum Astrum Book Club. <laughs> it's the type of book club that if you misquote something, you lose money. So, said St. James. Kidding. That was terrible humor. Oh, man. Prince Philip passing away. That was really heavy. And I cried about it, actually. A little bit. He got into aliens. I saw in my news feed. Added him to my news. He got into aliens. I didn't know that. He's in my photography section on reptoids. You can look at that. Very neat article about him. He really loved looking into alien stuff and supported a lot of authors. That there was a lot of skepticism going on with what they were writing, but it's still creative writing. I'm not going to mention any names other than, you know, go the old Robert Anton Wilson, Robert Shea route with the Illuminatus trilogy. It's a great book. If you want to check that out. Uh, it's an old fiction work. It's huge. Like, oh man, they wrote it together. It's kind of clunky a little bit, but it's two authors that combine their skills. And it was read aloud, all of it. They read that for the Queen of England. And it was uh, a long time ago. A long time ago. Illuminati astrology became available in our region at some point. I was investigating the Masonic buildings that I had access to, on foot anyway, and was kind of investigating as to whether or not they were illuminated, quote-unquote. I kind of came off as a silly little 16-year-old girl, but, you know, Demoloy and things like that, it's not really debated for me. I'm not, I'm not into it. Need some coffee, a cigarette. Doing some podcasts here. Anchor is wonderful. Um, I love working with Anchor. I love working with Apple Podcasts. Oh, man. I miss having my microphone technology. I did order some new stuff for the music store to put together for my mandolin. Some really nice condenser microphones, but they're too nice. They're so advanced, and they're standard. They're Audio-Technica's instead of the Shure route. So I've got to get it in my budget that I can pick those up, and it's going to take me a while. I feel bad for the guy at the music store, but, you know, we did lose another family member as well recently. She was very old, and she was a wonderful person to me growing up. We used to watch Beavis and Butthead at Christmas at her house. She was so cool to us. She let us do MTV stuff and really was supportive of our Gen X lifestyles. I guess there is some sensitive territory about women that I was at Christmas with. Hanging out in the basement and stuff. A lot of card playing, not a lot of drinking or anything, and really let us do that.
A lot of card playing, a lot of uh, really traditional, very American things going down. That was, that was a long time ago. Well, it's here. We're about the 25-minute mark almost on this podcast. Uh, just trying to expand this one out to about an hour. Fill some time. Get some good info out for you guys. I know this one is an older episode that I'm expanding upon, but, uh, you know, it's about an eight-minute piece of music that was very technical and very difficult to perform that I've got featured in this one, so it might be at the end, it might be at the beginning, or you've already heard it, so something to look forward to. This is a live recording that I'm doing right now. Some people can skip ahead on their equipment and see where the music is or not. Some people cannot. But... Mm. Baseball season, yay! Baseball stuff! <laughs> Love that growing up. What would happen if Tina Turner rolled over and said, Hit me again, Ike! And put some steak on it! Rolling on the river, that's where she'd be. But no, she sent out a message to all women. There's no such thing as a weaker sex. Good Jim Carrey. Good Jim Carrey stuff back in the day. Liar, liar. That film. Oh my God. What an impact that had on me. Being in a divorce situation and a kid growing back and forth between parents and stuff. But uh, mom never remarried, you know. So I didn't really relate to that kid's role in the movie completely. So we didn't really fly very much as a family or anything like that. I know there was that feature in the movie, like they're going to fly and relocate and stuff. Hilarious film and athleticism on Jim Carrey's part was just like top notch. He's quite an athlete and... He said some controversial things, but, you know, he has a son with autism. If you know that, if you know that. Yeah, I've definitely written about autism. My dad's Asperger's that he's had throughout the years going on has really challenged him, but he's grown out of it. And he's made some huge strides, and I'm so proud of my father. You know, he's... He's wanted to expand into medical at his age, but he's so good at learning information, but applying it is a whole different thing that didn't work out for him. It became an attack. He attacked me and kind of like damaged my right arm a little bit, and I interpreted it as he was being too, you know, sexual in his motion. He was gauging his body positioning, using his genitalia in space, somewhat as a martial artist. And it was misinterpreted on my part. Kind of what was going on there. Um, So, you know, measuring people's gait and how people walk and things like that is something I'm used to, like, having to do during Afghanistan. Um, Especially, you know, a lot of analysis of Al-Qaeda and measuring people's gait, things like that. So I felt bad for my father, but law, not really law enforcement, the military 
came and broke us up as a fight kind of thing. I didn't hit him in the head or face or body or anything, but I hit his forearms, like, get off of me, let go of my wrists kind of thing. And, you know, I've always said I'm never going to hit my parents, but Dad, I hit his forearms, and that's about it on that one. But I did get to the hospital with help from the military and some law enforcement. Definitely got to the hospital and was able to recover from my injuries and things like that. I had some other injuries going on from the field. They had just done the manure. <clears throat> and I took down, or my family also took down this air conditioning unit that was set up. I could have had it set up in the window. And it probably could have worked out. But they tore it down out of the window. And it was all set up where this air conditioning unit, I could have fired it up. And I had the window open for a little bit, and I was struggling to get it reattached and could not in time. And I had to close the window and quickly, like, reassess, like, make oatmeal in a certain way in the house where I could diffuse some of the manure. And even then, I wasn't even afforded much time to be able to, like, have a pair of shoes on. And working all day and all night some days, you know, that's what my life was there. And I loved it. But, you know... Having that amount of space to manage by myself, it comes with some risks. It just comes with certain risks, and, you know, it's sad. It was very sad. But sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes it was epic. But the internet connection I had was very poor, and cell phones' signal strength was very poor. Now I live in a city, and I got Thrush Fiber, and I've got Thrush LTE, and I'm excited, man. I love living in this city. Okay, this is Nathan Fox, Dr. Nathan H. Fox, Dr. Nathaniel Henrietta Fox at the half-hour mark for this podcast. I'm thinking about stopping it here um, and just doing another half-hour session later. Let's see if we can push to a full hour. Let's see if I can make it. I'll see if I can make it here. Drinking coffee. I love watching NBC. NBC is one of my favorite networks on uh, Tubi and Peacock, how that set up. Wow, this woman's analyzing trash and recycling. She looks great, too. She's got her, like, equipment on. She's meeting with a recycling person. Recycling man growing up learned about all kinds of different chemicals involved in recycling. Very dangerous chemicals, some of them. They used to be, anyway. Looks like this facility she's visiting is top-notch, man. Wow. Amazing. This footage of this machinery and, like, people hand-sorting recyclable material. Amazing. Not so much, uh, is it that I know of recycling going on in my region here, but they changed the trash schedule a little bit in town. Living in an apartment building, you know, got a lot of trash out there some days. Not really as much as people think, but it fills up pretty quick, the trash can. But it's for an entire building. Relatively speaking, people do pretty good with it. Oh, man. Living on a farm property, got a lot of trash every week. It's a lot of trash.
being on a military base and a farm property on a military base. That's a lot of responsibility. I held that for a couple of years, man. Really cranked through with that by myself in my 30s. Being a young kid, being an excited young kid, working on the military base. Loved it. Looking forward to another air show one of these days, maybe. I don't know. Kind of uh, timid in my expression of whether or not it's a good idea, but they're expensive. Air shows are very expensive. And we had a decent one when I moved back. They set up another air show. They hadn't had an air show in many years. And it was very hard on our community. Lack of morale uh, boosting and or lack lacking morale analysis, if you will. Gotta consider that with air shows. I lived at the tip of an airfield, kinda. It was an experimental airfield that uh, they didn't end up finishing. They let it develop into more housing and stuff. And there's yet another airfield behind me that definitely still has like activity on it and stuff. It's kind of hard to access as it should be for some people anyway. I don't mean that. But kind of mean that. Anyway, looking pretty good, living in town, got my athleticism going out for, uh, you know, out the window as far as my farm athleticism goes, not mowing anymore, dang it, I miss mowing, my mowing chops are down, <laughs> but I'm thinking of switching back to rollerblades thinking about it I mean I'm just you know it's risky in your 30s if you switch back to rollerblades you want to grind on the rails and stuff like that you really risk the, the falling and hitting your head kind of thing going on as a woman <coughs> excuse me Yeah. <coughs> some congestion not anything too bad I haven't been coughing very often. I've definitely been through the coronavirus test as well. I've got all my insurance information accounted for on that side of things. That was scary. Uh, I went through an MRI and all kinds of stuff. That was when I got attacked by my dad a little bit. They put me through the coronavirus test and all that. And then I ended up getting to move to the city I was trying to move to. I love living here. Oh my god, it's wonderful. It's very Soviet. Like, the buildings are very Soviet and stite, man. The buildings are huge and really a lot of brick. I love it. And the sidewalks are wonderful. A lot of sidewalk development has happened. And let's see. As far as Spaceship 2 direction goes here, um, I don't know how much more music I got coming up. I'm kind of at, uh, you know, I'm feeling it, my forearms. I'm maxing out this season already. I did some really high-end 20th century music lectures, or one in particular I released on Facebook, very fast virtuosic playing, 
a lot faster than Joshua Bell and Hillary Hahn. Um, so, kind of feeling for that. In there with Lang Lang, forehands. If though, not if though, um, as though there could be forehands virtuosic Rachmaninoff presentation with Lang Lang. Uh, Lang Lang has definitely been up there in chops, and he's kind of receded into doing other things in music as well, thankfully. You know, he's protesting a lot of the Uyghur Muslim mistreatment and things like that. And he's done a nice Deutsch gramophone release that's coming out. So we'll see. It's a little more toned down, if you will, from his usual stuff. But his Rachmaninoff is excellent. I love hearing his Rachmaninoff stuff. I played along to that. There's a lot of improvisation in Rachmaninoff um, symphonic music, if you will. A lot of improvisation, and he handled it very well. Oh no, Two Cent Violin, vloggers, video blogging, you guys are so risque and hilarious, I love them, oh my god, they're so funny, and they have clothing out that is like spectacular, from my region, like purchasing some of their clothing, it's very expensive, they had a spaceship sweater that they featured one day. Is like the future, and it showed like an alien spaceship with like alien abduction rays, kind of like abducting me off the ground and like putting me back into war almost. I'm afraid. Dang it. I'm still in my 30s. I'm still trying to serve. So, dang it. Oh, that's what I get for signing the draft and being in my thirties. I just feel like no matter how fit I am, I just can't quite get to another recruiting station and go through that again. But last time I was in an army recruiting station, it went over pretty well. I don't know what to say. A lot less violence involved in what jobs and things going on. I definitely diffused a lot of violence without hurting people and stuff, so I love the army. And, you know, that's it draws a lot of contention from some Utah crowd having worked at Bluffdale Data Center, you know, in Utah, NSA stuff, um, history of the Mormon Church and Church of Latter day Saints attacking the army, the U actual US Army of the United States that was established. The NSA and the Army were at war with each other, if you will, or what we thought was the NSA. They, they established National Security Agency as an actual branch of service in Utah a long time ago. And we expanded on it. NSA is a branch of service. People forget that. But they're stunning, aren't they? They're kind of creepy. They're not as scary for some people as it used to be. For some people, it's like that. So, they still have a fear of being spied on. Aww. Aww. So sad. Anyway, yeah, being in contention with the NSA and trying to join the army again and things like that, there is that, like, inter-algorithmic experience of 
being analyzed as though you may attack or like frag somebody. So I would never do anything like that. I know that for certain. Fragging is something that happens. Fragging is kind of like when you attack one of your own people in war. Emmett Till, not Emmett Till, sorry, I misspoke. Uh, he's a football player. Till, I think is his last name, something like that. It was a very famous case of a fragging incident that happened during the war. Not Emmett Till. I don't know who Emmett Till is. Emmett Till, a lot of Muncie, Indiana history to do with Emmett Till. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Chauvin case. And Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh man, we lost Composer's Deep Book for a little while out of our little uh, NPR hovel down here in Muncie, Indiana ish area. Oh, I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm located kind of where I am, a little more north of there. Kind of, I'm allowed to disclose that stuff. I just. I know you guys know where I'm at in general. Kind of. Some of you do anyway. Some of you don't. I'm just, I'm a little more north from where we receive kind of a composer's daybook into our equipment. So, streaming NPR, it just kind of like, it isn't really making much sense. Like some of the media I get from NPR. I'm streaming a lot more BBC. And it's been high anxiety. BBC causes me tremendous anxiety, or it doesn't. But that's what it is. BBC kind of featured me a little bit as an internet troll. I'm certainly not. Some days, you know, you have to understand with Reddit that happens. But in Reddit, I wanted to be a little more, like, not professional necessarily. I definitely wanted to be a little more braggadocious about my professional experiences and still be kind of not suitable for work um, image of myself, 18 and up. I selected that. You know, very scant, risque picture of me, kind of in like, not really undies, but athletic shorts and a sports bra. Very nice, like, model photo. Um, the selfie thing. Selfies get taken down sometimes in Reddit. But, like, what I've written in Reddit is very valuable. And some people are really getting a lot from it, hopefully. But I still feel bad for this kid. I didn't necessarily attack him to do with Markov sets. He thinks I did. But I alluded to the Constitution when I referenced feces. And, you know, when it comes to topology... There's a lot of reference to feces, but, you know, you're being very insensitive if you mention urine. You're being insensitive to, like, Uzbek people or some Russian people. There's, you know, incontinence is one thing, okay? But having, like, diastasis, you know, where you might lose your urine in a way that's, like, it comes out of your body suddenly... And then there's not much more coming out of your body. We don't experience that, I guess, in the United States much. But some people over there do. That's not the exact pronunciation of diastasis. But 
there are some different things to do with urine and urination and in music. Um, you know, we have a lot of contention with virtuoso musicians that smell like pee sometimes. Since they wear kind of like, not necessarily vintage clothing, but some might. There's a lot of dry cleaning that goes into, you know, being a virtuoso. And we can't afford it. Virtuosos can't afford dry cleaning. So I've had to like really wash some of my things that ordinarily I'd have to take it to a dry cleaner. But that's when some things can smell like pee. But that's okay. Anyway, uh, Romania. I was going to become diverted off into this a little bit. I've seen some footage of this man that I feel for protesting. He was protesting in Romania, and he peed himself. Uh, could have been out of anger or fear or exhaustion. And again, it becomes this very sensitive thing where, you know, as far as Markov sets goes, some of you have never lived, like, truly in a game where it's a closed system, and you get to go home, and you're still in that game, and that's your life. And some for some people in Romania... That's the way it is. They feel very disgusted by Romania as a governmental body. But things have been improving dramatically for Romania. During the Trump administration, Donald Trump met with the leader of Romania. It was seen as like a breakthrough in foreign relations. He switched over. You know, I donated uh, to a Virginia thing for Romania. And Donald Trump kind of looked into that and met with the leader of Romania. Made a huge breakthrough. And, you know, I have a dear friend in Romania who's so cool. He's a spiritualist. Spiritualism, um, for those of you who don't know, it, uh, let's see, 60 minutes, maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes, even on a Okay, so we're we're a little past the 45-minute clock here. But, okay, spiritualism, what it is, is essentially, it dates back to Margaret Fox, okay? My grandmother's name was Margaret Fox. And in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Dutch were interpreted as being people that herded horses to the extent that they were becoming wild horses, potentially, into different towns and cities. And spiritualists became people that isolated um, people that did farming and work with horses to the extent that they taught them information about how dangerous it can be that horse manure could be deposited someplace where the animal may become vulnerable to being attacked by another animal and or lead to a destruction of one's own farm. And spiritualists were interpreted as being very occult in that they used and utilized, rather, manure and photography. Um, horse manure in, in specific. So, ectoplasm is something that they came out with, kind of in their media, about kind of showing that the ectoplasm has been filmed or, you know, successfully photographed is an experience of ectoplasm. Ectoplasm is something you can look up if you want. History of spiritualism. 
So what it is is different photography kind of tricks and different smudges on lenses, all kinds of smudges, all kinds of refractionary bobble. That's kind of inappropriate. That could be a gender discriminatory term, refractionary bobble. We don't really want to use refractionary bobble when we use a large telescope, for example. Um, it can result in GPS. So your location can be broadcasted when you use a telescope. And my dear friend in Romania uses a telescope tremendously for the moon and can like get some unbelievable footage of the moon and isolates his location to being in the Milky Way galaxy, literally, on Facebook. It's incredible. Uh, but he could be hurt by that. And he probably has been. Um, so, yeah, people in Romania, they have a type of lens equipment that they can isolate their location on Facebook as being in the Milky Way. Like when you check into some place, literally can display Milky Way. So, spiritualism in Romania happens, and he's very famous for it. He's got a lot of followers, and he doesn't realize it either. He doesn't even see how many likes and loves that he gets. He doesn't even know. But, you know, some Americans definitely explore his stuff, and he becomes a little confused as to what they're looking at, as would anybody want to feel that way. That's kind of a Romanian saying, as did anybody want to feel that way? That's a response to something. Um, so, I just, I feel that I've frightened him sometimes, and I have a little bit. You know, I, I have a lance, I have a rapier, an actual rapier, real deal rapier. Um, very heavy. I did a TikTok video showing my rapier. As Ramza, Final Fantasy Tactics, I was kind of expressed as being a kid growing up that made so many different medieval tools and weapons out of wood and metal, like blacksmithery level hooks and candles and all kinds of stuff going on. I just grew up a little different, you know? And tunics, I had a tunic anyway, I had a nice shield with an eagle emblem on it of Lego. It's called Lego. Um, you know, it's wood, it's a wooden shield. I made, I made an ironwood bow, you know. Oh man, I had all kinds of stuff growing up. And now as an adult, I make really cool wooden weapons with what resources I have available. And dad's still making stuff. Dad really helped me with, you know, tools side of things, like making different daggers and swords. The sword was incredible. It was hardcore. <laughs> it's essentially what looks like a Glancer Viver or a Claymore. <sighs> that sword was it was a two-handed sword I could hold with one hand and use. Uh, I wasn't interpreted as being Joan of Arc, per se. Anyway, some people might have seen me that way, but that's not me. Okay, well, this is Dr. Nathaniel Henrietta Fox signing out from the spaceship. Thank you for listening to the episode of Luminard, and have a beautiful day, everyone. I hope that your day improves hearing this. I love you very much.
Bye.